that early. We can do a little bit better than that. Welcome to the March for More. I'm Dr. Shade Harris. I am the Chief Engagement Officer. Oh, I got a little fan club. Thank you. I'm Dr. Shade Harris. I'm the Chief Engagement Officer for Richmond Public Schools. And I am so excited that everyone came out today in the cold. Uh, but it's a nice day out. But more importantly, we are here for a very important cause. Richmond City is working to do their part, and we are here to demand that the state do its part. Am I right? Woo! Our parents deserve it. Our community deserves it. The great city of Richmond deserves it. But most importantly, do our students deserve it? I said, do our students deserve it? Absolutely. So I am going to kick it off to our students. We have Abigail Richardson, a sixth grader at Albert Hill Middle School, who's going to sing our national anthem. But before she sings, I would like to welcome Alexis Stokes, a senior at John Marshall High School, to lead us in our Pledge of Allegiance. Alexis? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. because we had an amazing group of students. But this young man is so talented, and it is my pleasure to introduce to you Ty Logan, who is 11th grader at Richmond Community High School to bring remarks. Let's hear it for Ty. Good morning. My name is Ty Logan, a junior at Richmond Community High School. When I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an astronaut. I'm going to be a mechanic. I'm going to own a business. I'm going to save the world. I'm going to be a star. I want more investing into our educations right now, more funding right now. 
I want every student to have a textbook and a calculator right now. I want the state to care about our learning, not our test scores right now. I want everyone to care right now. It is important because the youth are the savers of the world. We students are not just one in 24,000 students. Number one will fight fires. Number 10 will cure cancer. Number 100 will revolutionize the internet. Number 1,000 we pay America's debt. Number 10,000 will take care of you when you're old. Number 24,000 will be president. But none of these students have the support from those that will need them. This kind of child neglect is the kind that easily gets away with. But what's the difference? What's the difference? Us students depend on the system to have the best educations to have, but what does it do? We give it our test scores and it becomes theirs too. I fill out a bubble sheet and my demographics become theirs too. We spend seven hours in the school, our time become theirs too. 13 years of our lives and our minds become theirs too. Our educations, the abilities to become doctors, lawyers, astronauts, mechanics, stars, are limited to what resources are given to us Therefore, our futures become theirs too. We demand the state to support us because we need our futures back. When we walk across the stage in 12th grade, we demand to have our futures back. Thank you. Yeah. Hold up, come back, come back. Can we give Ty another round of applause? I'm, a, I'm officially announcing his candidacy for president, 2028. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you all so much for coming out here. It is a beautiful day, and you look beautiful. Let me see those signs. Yes. You guys look amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me first just thank all of the incredible people from Richmond Public Schools, from the city of Richmond, from our partners all across Virginia for making today happen. Can we show our love and appreciation to them all? And then, do we have any educators in the crowd? These people do the hardest and most important work in the Commonwealth every single day, and we are grateful to them. We are in your debt. Let's give it up for our educators. And finally, the reason we're all here, we have amazing students. People like Ty and 24,000 others in Virginia and thousands upon thousands more across the Commonwealth. Can we please show our appreciation to the students of the Commonwealth of Virginia? All right, a lot of people ask me, why are you marching? What's this all about? Well, let's see. Since the recession, the number of students in Virginia has gone up by 5%, but funding for public education has gone down 9%. Is that right? Is that right? Virginia was recently rated number four in the country for business, and that's great. But did you know we're number 30 for teacher pay? Is that right? Nurses, custodians, bus drivers, they do some of the most important work in our schools. But they are so poorly paid. I even had a nurse recently resign because she was on food stamps. Is that right? Since becoming superintendent last February, I have lost multiple students to gun violence, including one last weekend. 
And yet I have a social worker that has 1,000 students on her caseload. Is that right? No. We're closing out the second decade of the 21st century, and we're running our schools on tech from the end of the 20th century. Is that right? No. And man, how about our buildings? Woo. Look, we're not asking for cathedrals. We just want roofs that don't leak, walls that don't have mold, heat that works in the winter, air that works in the summer, and yet the General Assembly is building a brand new multi-million dollar office building right across the street over there. Is that right? No. Y'all a little angry about that? Yeah. So am I. And I need you to stay angry and stay fired up because this fight isn't going to end today. It starts today and it continues on January 28th at the Red for Ed March. And then it continues through the spring and we will keep fighting to make sure our kids get what they deserve and they deserve more. Thank you. And now, the chair of the Richmond City School Board, Ms. Dawn Page. Thank you, Superintendent Cameras. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Dawn Page, chairwoman of the Richmond City School Board. And I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us on this cold December morning. This shows your dedication and commitment to our children, to public education. And I want to recognize my colleagues that I have seen in the, uh, in the crowd, NAF District School Board Representative Linda Owens, Second District School Board Representative Scott Barlow, Third District School Board Representative Kenya Gibson, Seventh District School Board Representative Cheryl Burke, Hopefully, I have not missed anyone. Also, I want to give a shout out to our Sheriff Irving. I see her in the audience. Also, James Minor, NAACP president. And our state teacher of the year, Rodney Robinson. It is time for the state to step up and do more because I'm having the same conversation that I had in 2009. We need more funding for this. The state needs to step up and provide more funding for public education for our students because our students are important and they deserve more and the work that our teachers doing the classroom, we got to do better. <laughs> By coming together today, we are telling the General Assembly and the state legislators that collectively, we, their constituents, they work for us. Believe all these same things and it's time to make a change. It is time for the state to stop underfunding our schools and to stop 
shortchanging our students. Today, we are asking for the state to do more, much more. Education must be a priority. We must educate on the front end versus the back end. That's right. Because we are spending more money on the back end, correctional system, versus providing funding to educate our students right. on the front end. Something is wrong with that picture. Again, education must be a priority for the state of Virginia, and most importantly, our children must be a priority for the state of Virginia. Thank you for coming out today, and thank you for marching with us. And at this time, I would like to introduce my counterpart, City Council, President Chris Kilbert of the Church District, Vice President Cynthia Newville, 7th District, Yay. Councilwoman Ellen Robertson of the 6th District. Yay. Again, thank you, and this effort will continuously go forward. We have to continuously do this for our children because they deserve the best in Richmond and throughout the state. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Cynthia. Are we fired up this morning? Yeah. All right. You know, it used to go into meetings a few years ago, and the boss would come out and say, well, you know, we're having budget cuts, so we're just going to have to do more with less. Of course, that went over really well. But we've been hearing that for a long time in the state. Do more with less. Do more with less. Do more with less. How about we do more with more? We're not going to cut our way to educational excellence. We talked about pre-recession. Do you know here, there's some history people here. Who was president of the United States in 2008? No, he got elected then. But George W. Bush was president the last time that we had funding where we needed to be. Now that's pretty sad. That is pretty sad for our state. We need to do better. Virginia is a great state, and we can and we will do better. But you know when that will happen? When we demand better. So more is more. 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 All right. Now we got it. Thank you. Remember, more is more. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And like they said, it is time for Virginia to put education first. Richmond City and Richmond Public Schools has demonstrated the spirit of collaboration as we are working together to find more resources and we are asking the state to do the same. Now we've all heard the saying, it takes a village. And everyone, this is a beautiful representation of the village that it's going to take to demand more. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. And we cannot do this work by ourselves. We have to do it alongside families. We have to do it with our families, not to them. So at this time, I'm going to bring up one of our parents, 
Not only is she a representative on the superintendent's parent advisory council, but she is the librarian at the Bouchard Middle School. Let's hear it for Miss Barbara Haas. Good morning, everybody. I'm so excited to see you all here and frighteningly nervous to speak in front of you today. Um, like Dr. Harris said, I am the proud parent of one graduate of Richmond Public Schools, currently a sophomore at JMU, go Dukes! And my youngest is a senior at Richmond Community High School, go Pharaohs! Did the mic, oh no it didn't, okay, alright! Um, and I am also the librarian at T.C. Bouchal Middle School. Um, it became apparent to me as soon as I started my job that there were some disparities in Richmond Public Schools. And I am going to go a little bit off topic today and talk about some of the disparities that I see in our schools. Um, I was going to talk about how our students need to be prepared for 21st century jobs, and that is so true. And they can't do that when the Wi-Fi goes out every day. My students live in food deserts, neighborhoods plagued by violence, and bus routes that require multiple transfers to get them to where they need to go. Every year, our school needs to make tough decisions. Do we get a bus and send our kids to see the exhibit of Kahinde Wiley at the VMFA, or do we hire more math tutors? When I started Bouchal six years ago, we had a 14% Hispanic population, and all of those children were fluent in English. Now we have 47% Hispanic students, and a majority of them, a good portion of those kids, do not, are not fluent in English. And not only that, but they are not literate in their home language. We don't have enough resources to teach these kids. I don't know how to um, teach an English language learner to the best of my ability. We need training. We need resources so that we can teach these kids the content that they are going to need to know to be successful when they graduate from Richmond Public Schools. And we need to be able to communicate with the parents of these students. We need to be there for them as the village. There are some classes in my school that have over 30 students in them. We need more teachers. When I started at Bouchal, we had about 500 students. Now we are close to 800. We are, we are at the, uh, the limit of how many students we can actually hold in our school, busting at the seams. We need to be able to address all of their needs. We want to be, be able to address all of their very complex needs. But we can't do this alone. Richmond can't do it alone. We need the state to come in and help us provide all the resources that all the students in Richmond Public Schools need. So I'm asking you today, everybody here and everybody watching, stand with me and prove to me, show me, show all of us that you believe in our students, that you believe in all students. The time is now. We need more, we need better, so we can be stronger. Thank you. Yes, let's hear it for Ms. Haas again. Now, it's kind of cold, so we're gonna have to take a dance break and start moving around in a little bit. Um, but before we do that, I wanna introduce someone who is a dedicated teacher to RPS. 
His name is Lion Sanchez Contra. He is a teacher at Huguenot High School. He also works with Sacred Heart and runs a program there, as well as a facilitator with the Richmond Peace Education Association. <laughs> Let's hear it for Lions. Hey. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Good morning. So like a good teacher, I had everything planned out. And then, like a good teacher, I knew that some of the lessons, they just come without being planned. So I'm going to speak from the heart, right? But here's, here's the truth. So, so we need funds for administration. We need funds for transportation, for our teachers, janitors. But really, we all have this position. We all serve. Like our jobs only exist because of our students, right? Our students, and our students deserve more. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense that some of us have gone through our educational career like I did and never had to worry about like the status of the bathroom or like the Wi-Fi not working or the gym, like the paint off the gym is like coming off and you can't have gym class that day. Like, it's just unbelievable and it's incredibly unfair that some of our students, this is part of their routine, that they just know that and they accept that, which is less than others have. And our students deserve more, right? And so I guess I'd just like to conclude by saying that one, it doesn't make sense to have more students and less money, but also why are we here? We're here for our students, right? And I had such a blast this morning dancing with some of our students. They didn't go to Huguenot. RPS, I mean, like, they're amazing, talented, beautiful, beautiful students. And they're capable of so much, and we have to make sure we give them the resources and the opportunities to be the best that they can be, because our students deserve more. Thank you. Thank you, Lions. And before I turn it over to DJ Easy Moji, who's in the back over here, I want to make sure that we are capturing this historic moment via social media. So make sure to use the hashtag more, better, stronger. Make sure to use the hashtag March for More. Shout out to DJ Lonnie B, who's in the crowd right now. I wish you could help us with our dance break. Um, but we have DJ Easy Moji, who is going to play some music for us so we can get warm, have these speakers come up, and then we have some amazing dynamic speakers, Lux, Christopher, who are going to speak very shortly. So DJ Easy Moji, please take us to a dance break. And can everyone raise their signs one more time?